Hello and welcome back to the daily study of the way of mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend in this journey. Today we continue with lesson three, the power of forgiveness, section four. We're starting section four titled Awakening Requires Vigilance and Discipline. And we're going to look at paragraphs one, two, three, and four because they're all kind of tied together. So Jeshua says, I have said to you many times that the world you see is nothing more than the effect of the thoughts you have held within the mind. Therefore, awakening requires the act of vigilance and discipline. The discipline to cultivate a way of living in which you observe your own thoughts, in which you listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth, in which you observe the feelings that are evoked within your body the reactivity that seems to own you, and to see these things as innocent and simply self-caused. There is so much here in just this first paragraph. So let's break it down and look at the specific words and some of the meanings as I interpret them. So the world you see is nothing more. Like that phrase, it's nothing more than this, I think is an important it's like it's 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 not as solid as we think, right? The world you see outside of you is nothing more than the effect of the thoughts you have held within the mind. And again, Jeshua uses very specific words within the mind, not your mind, because he's uh, it's 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 impersonal. When you say the mind versus your mind, when we think it's our mind, all of a sudden we have this like possessiveness to it. And it, it has even more importance to the ego. So, again, just these little subtleties, when you start to notice them and you and they're repeated over and over again, in my experience, they work. They start to decondition the mind and decondition uh, you know, attachment to the ego. So the world you see is nothing more than the effect of the thoughts you have held within the mind. So the cause of everything you see and experience is, the cause is the thoughts that you have held. Not that they're the thoughts that you have, but it's the one that we hold, the ones that we hold onto, the ones that we invest in, the ones that we value. And so often they're the ones that we've, in a way, been given to us, by our family, by our parents, by our culture, you know, from zero to seven, our brain is in a, I think it's a theta state. And we're just, I can't remember the brain states, but it's in a state where we're like wide open. We're a sponge We're it's a total unconscious and we're just being programmed. Now that's in the human experience. From the soul experience, we're choosing everything according to Jeshua. I am literally the creator of what I experience. So Jeshua then says, so the world you see is nothing more than the effect of the thoughts you have held within the mind. Therefore, awakening, waking up, requires the act of vigilance and discipline. Now, a lot of us don't really like discipline (laughs) and the consistency and commitment that's required with discipline. But we're not alone here. We've got a support team. The discipline, Jeshua says, to cultivate a way of living. So it's a way of living. It's not a one-time event. It's not like I'm going on a diet and then I'm going to return back to my normal eating ways. It's a way of living in which you observe your own thoughts. 
in which you listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth, in which you observe the feelings that are evoked within your body in response to your thoughts and your words, the reactivity that seems to own you. That's a key word. It seems to, but it doesn't. We have dominion and we're taking back our power through doing this work. And to see things as innocent and simply self-caused, that we are the cause. That's his message from the very beginning. So example, I'm thinking of someone in my professional world that, yeah, if I'm being honest, I've been judging this person. They, um, here's my judgment. The judgment is they're being forced to work with me and they don't want to work with me. And so the judgment is without like censoring it, um, they're, 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 uh, they're wrong. They're bad. They're wasting an opportunity. They're putting me in a bad situation with my supervisors because now it doesn't, it looks like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not valuable because they're not getting helped because they don't want to be helped. So they're stupid. They're dumb. They're immature, whatever my judgments are on this person. <laughs> so Jeshua is inviting me to observe these thoughts and observe the words that when I talk about this person to my wife, oh, this guy's so difficult, he doesn't even care, it's so annoying that he's not responsive, I'm trying to do my job here, like just all of those words and kind of the victimized energy, the feelings that are evoked in my body when I talk about this person, the reactivity that seems to own me, and I can start to see these things as just innocent and self-caused. If I look at the projection the fear. So instead of like judging this person, this individual, I can see that they are just mirroring back to me my own thoughts of not enough, not good enough. If I was good enough, this person would want to work with me. If I was good enough, this person would see the value in professional coaching for their own benefit, for their own career. If I was good enough, I would be delivering results in this way. And because it's not working out that way, I must not be good enough. I'm doing it wrong. I'm wrong. And right, so it triggers that 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 line of thinking, which I don't consciously think about. It's just I'm making them wrong. Look, look, they're bad. They're making my life difficult. But when I trace it down, you know, it's thoughts of unworthiness, feelings of unworthiness, which we all can relate to. So so now I can look at it innocently and see, oh, I'm creating this experience inside of myself by holding on to these thoughts. Let's go to paragraph two. Jeshua says, when next something is reflected to you by the world that causes you to become angry or causes you to be in judgment, stop right where you are and look, not with judgment of your judgment, but with innocence and honesty. And he has like what you would say to yourself. Oh, I see that I'm judging someone. That is an interesting cloud passing through the sky of my awareness. I wonder if I might be able to make another choice. So I just kind of walked you through my judgment. And Jeshua says, stop right where you are. 
not with judgment of your judgment. So like we can judge ourselves for judging ourselves or we can judge ourselves for judging someone else. Like, darn, why am I, I'm not spiritual enough. I'm still judging this person. This issue's still here. Like we, we do that to ourselves, right? So Jesh was saying, don't do that. <laughs> but look with innocence and honesty. Oh, I'm judging this person. Look at this cloud of judgment pass through my awareness. He doesn't even say like trace it to its roots, which is what I did, the, the, the root of feeling unworthy or not enough or that I'm doing it wrong. He doesn't even say that. It's even simpler than that. He just says look at it with innocence. Oh, there's the judgment. And then I wonder if I might be able to make another choice. That's it. And now Jeshua continues. Now the mind will tell you. Quote, but this person just broke into my house and stole my stereo. Of course I have a right to be in judgment, end quote, or not, end quote. I have a right to feel angry, end quote. So now he's using an example of somebody breaking into our house, and we, of course we can judge a thief. They're doing something wrong. I have a right to feel angry. And Jeshua continues, but I say unto you, anger is never justified. It does not mean you will not experience it, but stop fooling yourself into believing that there is some validity to it. When someone has just broken into your home and taken your stereo equipment or some other idol that you love, what if you understand that you had the power in that moment to remember that all events are neutral? They merely provide you with a chance to choose love. Now, in this context, I think – so this is what my brain likes to do. I like to – I've said this in the beginning. Like I'm skeptical. I like to try and poke holes. Maybe it's the a lawyer in me. <laughs> and this is so, – so what Jeshua is saying is here is anger is never, never, never. That's a very clear word. Never justified even if it feels like that. It doesn't and, – and this is the like good part. He says, it does not mean you won't experience it. So you will experience anger. But are you willing to let it just to see it and innocently look at it and let that feeling, that ripple, that energy of anger pass through you versus attaching to it and holding onto it? He says, stop fooling yourself into believing that there's some validity to it. When someone has broken into your home and taken your stereo equipment or some other idol that you love, what if you understood that you had the power in that moment to remember all events are neutral? This is radical thinking. This is thinking our ego self hates. This is thinking that when we identify with like being a person living 70 years in a body, then I die, hates. Because all events don't seem neutral when we're in that, when we're identifying in that way. There's good stuff. There's bad stuff. You know, when I and when I read that, when somebody's taking your stereo equipment, yeah, that's that's a lot easier for me to. And I think that's the point that Jeshua was trying to make is it's OK. It's just a stereo. It's a neutral. Like, first of all, that's the first thing we can do. Well, it's only a stereo. It's only a material thing. Who cares? And we kind of justify it that way. But that stays in the dynamic. Right. Because the second I say, because Jeshua says, or some other idol that you love, and I can't even imagine what this would be like. And Jeshua is talking about like material things here. But what if it's and this is like so extreme, but let's go extreme. I think it's important to and I'm not. OK, I'll just get to it. What if it's like your kid? God forbid somebody comes in and, and, and takes your kid. 
What if you understood that you had the power in that moment to remember that all events are neutral? That does not seem like a neutral event. And I'm, I got four kids. I can't even imagine what that's like. But Jeshua is not like Jeshua is inviting us and, and continually um, imploring to us that all events are neutral. So even something like that is neutral. You can't have exceptions. So and again, he's saying it doesn't mean you won't experience anger. It doesn't mean you won't experience deep grief. It doesn't experience it doesn't mean you won't experience these feelings. But he's saying they merely provide you with a chance to choose love. That's radical. And in a sense, that's freedom. And that's where our power resides. If somebody does something that seems so justified to be angry and we are choosing to see it as a neutral, just a neutral thing and an opportunity to choose love, how would that change us? How would that open us? So moving on in the last paragraph. Oh, wait, that was it. No, there's no more paragraphs. We'll save the rest for tomorrow. But so let us I, I kind of got heavy there. <laughs> so look in your daily life, though. Let's 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 bring this back to your daily life. The, the things and the people that you judge. Can you are you willing to bring look at the, your judgments with innocence? See that they're self-caused, not hold on to the judgment, the anger, the energy. See all events as neutral and opportunities to choose love. And sometimes choosing love, if we don't know how to in that moment, is just the intention and the willingness to keep our heart open and not close it. And that and that can be really painful because it's like this is so painful. I just want to close and judge when I when I try to keep my heart open. It, it, if I feel so much, are we willing to just feel so much? Sometimes it's hard for us to say I I'm hurting. We want someone or something to 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 claim like to attribute our hurt to and say that person is the reason I'm hurting. They're the cause. And so instead of us just saying, I'm hurting and not even knowing maybe why we're hurting in that moment and just saying like, I'm hurting. My heart is hurting right now. We want to make it about someone else because it's easier to project it onto them than to just feel. Jeshua is always inviting us to look with innocence at our thoughts, at the feelings, at our words, and look at with innocence and see that they're self-created this is not easy work. This is radical work of spiritual liberation because there's so much freedom and love on the other side of moving through these 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 patterns and limitations and judgments. And so Jeshua is here along the way encouraging us. Maybe this podcast is here along the way encouraging you. This is a little bit of a longer session today with some you know, deeper examples, but I think it's worth it. So awakening, the title of this section, awakening requires vigilance and discipline. So there's no shortage of opportunities to practice every single day. All right.
Have an amazing day. If you get value from this, please like, subscribe, share, send us an email, hello at revelationbreathwork.com, and uh, let us know where you're at, how you're doing, what you're thinking about this practice, and we'll see you next time.